What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. On today's show, Elliot Jones is the macro program coordinator and works within the Oakland Fire Department Emergency Medical Services Division. Macro is the mobile assistance community responders of Oakland. We are a non-police, non-criminal, first response uh, program within the Oakland Fire Department. We're hearing from the fire engines and companies that they're receiving less calls for regular visitors. And we're also working with different agencies throughout the county and the city uh, that can accept folks and offer care and get people what they need. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. We are talking about non-state response to mental health crisis. And I'm just going to go to Elliot Jones. He is the Mobile Assistance Crisis Responders of Oakland, or MACRO, Program Coordinator and works within the Oakland Fire Department Emergency Medical Services Division. Good morning, Elliot. Good morning, Kat. And um, thank you for having me on your new show. It's, It's really an honor to be here. Good morning. Oh, good morning. It is great to have you on. Elliot, uh, let's talk about what is macro and how does it work? Absolutely. Well, macro is the mobile assistance community responders of Oakland. We are a non-police, non-criminal first response uh, program within the Oakland Fire Department. which makes our model unique is that we respond with teams of two uh, emergency medical technician to take the lead on any medical issue that a, a patient may present um, or and a community intervention specialist. This is a role of Oakland's own making. Um, it is an individual that is connected to the community that has lived experience that understands where folks are coming from and how they may have gotten there and can make that emotional connection uh, once we re- once we get on scene. Um, and I am actually happy to report uh, that as of August 1st, uh, MACRO has been accessible through the traditional emergency 911 system um, in the pilot areas of deep East Oakland and West Oakland. So uh, it's a big milestone for us. We are now receiving these dispatches from the public and it is allowing us to intercede on potential mental health challenges before they reach a full-blown crisis level uh, to talk to somebody and to find out what they need, where they are, instead of escalating it to a point where uh, they they are removed against their will. And we feel that this approach gives us the best opportunity to get and direct people towards long-term care. Um, And our method of basically self-dispatching and finding care or finding folks in need proactively has really allowed us to make a huge impact in these first four months of the program. Uh, so I, I'm very excited to share more, but it is uh, uh, already working. We're, we're, we're hearing from the fire engines and companies that they're receiving less calls for regular visitors. And we're also working with different agencies throughout the county and the city uh, that can accept folks and offer care and get people what they need. So we're very excited with the progress to date. Elliot, I want to get into the weeds just a little bit with you. Yes, ma'am. Please. Someone calls 911. They say, I'm having a mental health crisis or I, you know, or a loved one calls, right? Yes. There's a dispatcher 
um, my understanding is that that dispatcher still works for the Oakland Police Department. Is that true or no? Please correct me. Anything I say I get wrong? <laughs> well, you're halfway there. The way that the 911 system works is that everything gets routed through OPD's communications division, and then they transfer the relevant calls to uh, whoever it may be, um, whether it be a public works issue, whether it be a hazmat issue or a fire issue, they send it to the relevant uh, dispatching center. So OPD right now would receive the call. They would do a geolocation screen. Um, because while we are still in the pilot phase, we are only serving the areas of East Oakland, um, 14th Avenue below 580 to the San Leandro border, uh, and then the whole of West Oakland. Um, so once you are determined to be in that area and you say a family member or an individual out on the street is seeming to have a mental health episode, uh, they're going to ask a couple quick screening questions. Are they violent? Do they have weapons, any visible weapons? Um, and once that is cleared, they will send the call to the fire department to dispatch a macro unit. Um, and because macro units are non-emergent, uh, it takes us between five to seven minutes sometimes to get on scene, but that's still fairly quick and we're able to assess, work with the individual in the street, but also the surrounding community that may have called uh, in with concerns for the individual's well-being. Um, and then once we get on scene is actually where the work begins. Uh, we have to really let the person we're engaging with lead the interaction. We want to come, we present ourselves, we offer immediate service, whether it be a water or a blanket, some clothing. Um, and then we try to build the connection with you to talk and see what you do need. Are you interested in transitional housing? Are you interested in um, other, uh, do you need medical attention? Uh, and again, we don't force anything on you. We have to, you have to accept it. We don't just leave a bottle of water on the ground. You have to actually accept that. So this allows us to build a rapport with folks. And, and what we always say is that we will try again and again and again every day until that person is ready for care. This isn't a harassment. This is about showing them that you're committed to them, that you're there for their care. And it's a a different way of looking because a lot of people we have to tell the public when you call we are there for that individual the concerns of the caller are important right. but when we get on scene we're there for that individual right. elliot you know i'm a big supporter of macro i i have no concerns about once you all get there right i i know that our folks are in good hands um i've really appreciate like i'll say it here in front of the listeners right like I, the the partnership that you have engaged with with community, including, you know, me and my org, it's just been you know really amazing. You were not my concern. Well, my question is, the dispatcher it makes the decision where to route the call. My question is, what training do they get that helps them to decriminalize the mental health response and understand, overstand, right? That macro is the response and not the police. And if they well, if they mess that up. Um, get it confused, right? Make a, a bad call, however you want to put it. Is there a way for macro to intervene? Because this is one of the things I, I sort of got on Cahoots' butt in my last segment. This is something that they can do, right? Like they can listen, they can hear um, the dispatch. Do you all have that capability to be like, uh-uh, you made the wrong call and for you all to show up? Do you have that ability? So so I, I want to uh, say that we are very grateful for the, the two communications uh, di divisions that are in fire and PD because they are they have worked together constantly on their fire transfers. So there was an mm -hmm. undertaking between those two departments to understand here are the type of calls 
this is when to send it over, and here is the procedure for how that will work. Um, I am not a dispatch professional, so I can definitely coordinate somebody coming in to break that down. But it was a list of understanding. Here are the types of calls. These are the areas of where we're working because that's key, um, you know, and, and please send it over. The beauty is, though, if they do get it wrong, and let's say it gets to a fire company or even to a police officer, we have started to hear from those individuals that have called in and say, this is more suited for macro. Can we get a macro response? And they can okay, leave. Good. We can get on scene and we pick it up. They, that's, for me, that's the best outcome. Let us be the first response. Let us put eyes on it. And if it goes somewhere, you do not have to engage. You can say this. You can give us the shot. And we've been very grateful for uh, the members of the emergency services, fire and police, who have trusted Macro to step in um, because it, it has worked. And uh, just this weekend, we've had a few calls uh, where they got on scene and said, you know, can we get a Macro response over here? And we were able to respond and, and lead to a more positive outcome, if you ask me. I'm, I'm super glad to hear that. Um, Elliot, I want to talk about funding for macro, right? Like a, as folks in, in the town become dependent uh, on this program and, and realize that it needs to be here, um, what, what, what is the funding model for macro and, and how many years have been secured to date? And, and I'm asking this question as a call to action for, for Oaklanders uh, in support <laughs> of the macro program. Well- and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. And I'd love to take it a little further before I get to the, the money, the all important money question. Um, I truly believe that macro is just that first step. You know, it is a program within the fire department that is, while the scope is broad, it's still a narrowed focus for what we're doing. There needs to be more of, a, more of an investment in more alternative response programs at every level of the city. The violence interrupters can be brought in and given great union jobs and really reinforce their work as a part of DVP. We can talk about developing other crisis intervention models. There, this should just be the first step, not the last step. That being said, uh, we have been grateful to receive uh, ample amount of funding from the state of California, um, as well as uh, the general fund uh, in Oakland. Uh, but it, it isn't enough. You know, I, I believe that we're going to have to make a serious commitment. I know we'll get through the next three to five years, but if we're talking 10, 15, 20 years, there has to be a commitment from council, a commitment from California that we're going to invest in these type of programs because they're already working. Four months in, we've already hit over 4,000, made 4,000 contacts in this city. And this is largely with the skeleton crew working one day shift. So much more to come. We need the support from council. And really, I ask for patience from the community to let us get this up and running. Let us get the data that can build a citywide program. But they can advocate. They can say, we want macro citywide. We want to whatever it takes. Please make this happen sooner than later. I'll always push back so we can do it right. But if the community demands it, it'll sure get it done because that's the only reason why we're here today. People like yourself, people like the other organizations that have advocated for this so that we could be here having this conversation. I'm so proud of that for this city. And uh, we look forward to keep making the city proud and serving well. And it really was a group effort, organizations that do work together, organizations that don't. They all <laughs> were banging the drum, right? We need this program. No, for real, right? Like it, it, it happened and, and it's, so it's, Oakland. it's it's so, so Oakland. Elliot, lastly and quickly, 
Lastly and quickly, my dear, what are the out operating of hours for Macro? So if folks want to call, they know when to do it. So right now we're working a day shift, everybody, which is 7 a.m. to 1500, or 0, 0700 to 1500, or 7 to 3 p.m. But September 1st, we will be adding our swing shift back with the goal of giving us at least 13 hours of coverage which would be 7 to eight, seven a.m. to 8 p.m. But more on that to come. I just continue to ask Oaklanders to, to keep calling when you see it, care about your fellow Oaklander, and uh, we will get on the scene and do our job. Thank you, Elliot Jones. Elliot Jones is the macro, prog- macro program coordinator and works within the Oakland Fire Department Emergency Medical Services Division. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about our topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis. That's D-I-S. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam. Law and Disorder.